on today's podcast, episode 14. Wow, 14 episodes already. Went by fast. Well, on this episode, we're going to be talking about my first week on the job. Man, it was a doozy. Also going to be talking about family. Just had a family reunion. Want to give you a little bit of detail on that. Got a very interesting topic for the Two Cents segment. I uh, want to get your thoughts and opinions on that as well. Going to be giving you a throwback for the lyric reading. Break out your calculators. Wink, wink. And we are going to be talking about some guy who finally left my team, the Spurs. <laughs> Not going to mention his name. And then the craziest crying Jordan face of the week that I've done so far. If you're not following me on social media, follow me. Walk with Jason, everything, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or walkwithjason.com. Maestro, drop that beat. Welcome, welcome, and welcome to the walk. With Jason Podcast, I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. a man called Jason, a.k.a. You know what? I'm going to do my a.k.a. I'm going to do all my a.k.a.s from now on. I'm going to just go through all my a.k.a.s and then add the new one at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Deezus and Mero. Yes, the Bodega Boys. I don't know if you have heard them before, man, but they are hilarious. And so I started doing my a.k.a.s because they... You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to them. They gave me the idea. So I'm going through my AKAs, man. I don't know if y'all been following. This is the 14th episode. And each episode, I give you a new AKA. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go through it. All right. So let's start this all over again. <clears throat> welcome. Welcome. And welcome to the walk <laughs> with Jason Podcast. I am your host. Jason Tyree, a.k.a. A Man Called Jason, a.k.a. Petty Bauer. That's right. A.k.a. Dark Tent, Clark Kent. You know what I mean? A.k.a. Curtis J. Field. I'm your pusher. <laughs> a.k.a. Skip Jayless because LeBron is garbage and the Spurs are great. That's, that's what he would say. That's what he would say. A.k.a. Adultish Gambino because I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? Nothing childish about me. You know what I mean? AKA Jason St. Patrick. Because I go ghost on you, Charlie. AKA Screaming A. Smith. This is blasphemous. This is th the mitigated gall of you having AKAs at the beginning of your podcast. Every podcast. This is, this is, this is blasphemous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> AKA I wear basketball shorts to bed because I'm young, but I have a lot of kids. That's right. I don't wear no pajamas with basketball shorts to bed. Yeah, yeah. AKA animated GIF flare. Woo! <laughs> mean Gene! <laughs> AKA Jason Yurhees. That's right. Friday the 13th on y'all. What? AKA the Don Jason Colleone. That's right. Finna take over the mafia. That's how we do things. AKA your token creative guy. Thought you was going thought I was gonna say black, huh? I could be that too. I don't know. Depends. AKA young John 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 Amos out this piece. You know what I'm saying? Good times. James Evans out this. <laughs> that dude was a beast, man. That was one TV dad you knew you was gonna get a whipping from. Trust me. And this week's AKA, you know what I'm saying? You can also call me. 36 Savage. That's right. I'm not 21. I left 21 15 years ago. Man, time is flying. Wow, I was 21 15 years ago. That's crazy. But anyway, 36, 36, 36, 36, 36 Savage on y'all. Anywho, man, listen. I had quite the interesting weekend. I, I had quite the interesting week. It was my first full week on the job this past week. And let me tell you, it's a new company that I've never worked for, you know, just like everybody who starts a new job. They've never worked for the company before. Um, and the craziest thing that could happen 
to me, I think, happened. So the first two days was going all right. I'm trying to learn the ropes and everything like that. But the person who I replaced kind of left everything in a little funk. So it was not only me learning, but me cleaning up the previous person's mess. Then midway through the week, my supervisor, I don't know if she's my supervisor. She's kind of like my coworker. We're the only two people that know how to do what we do. She had a family emergency and was gone for the rest of the week. So I was out there in the ocean like, yo, okay, <laughs> let me figure this out on my own. I survived, but that joint was stressful as I don't know what. So hopefully this week she's back um, and it'll go a little bit smoother. But boy, it's been rough, man. But um, again, I can't complain too much. I prayed for a job. Y'all can look at, listen to the previous episodes. I was searching for a job for a year and a half. So I got a job. Can't complain. Um, yeah, what else happened? Oh, yeah. This past weekend. Matter of fact, yesterday was the conclusion of it. Well, y'all listen to this on Monday. I keep forgetting y'all listening to this on Monday. Saturday, we had our 65th annual Battle Family Reunion um that's amazing that we've had 65 annual consecutive uh reunions that that's that's amazing not too many black families in america can say that and it's not one of those yeah let's just have a cookout and and congregate and all that stuff that's cool but i'm talking 65 years of thought out planned reunions where we're having banquets at uh well this past weekend we had it at a country club but we normally have it like in a hotel banquet room or something like that it's really classy and things like that man and it was it was good it was good it's always good to be around family um since i started going to these reunions again once i moved back to richmond um i've noticed i mean it's great and all but i want the younger people in our our family to start attending these joints because 65 years it'll be great to keep this going keep it going i want to get to 70 80 100 years with the family reunions and so that's not going to really happen until unless we get the younger generation to kind of take the baton and they the way my family's broken down let me let me explain to you we have four chapters it's really organized y'all it's not like hey somebody's cooking let's go to the backyard and just chill this is well thought out because we got family all over the place but mainly in four areas on the east coast and so we we divided them into chapters and so we have the dc metro chapter we have the philly chapter we have the north carolina chapter and we have the richmond virginia chapter and i say each chapter may have between 50 to 100 relatives it's real big family y'all and so when i came back uh, a few years after i came back they made me the president of the richmond chapter I'm I'm I am the youngest <laughs> president that's been a president of a chapter in the family. And I think part of the reason we did it was because I'm definitely invested and I'm definitely interested in carrying this thing on, man, and eventually we're going my generation is going to have to take over anyway, so you know, they gave me that opportunity they gave me that chance and it's not as easy as i thought it was going to be but it worked out in the end we were able to plan things together I, I hosted it i never really hosted anything before in my life but it was cool we had fun ate good fellowship it was the bomb yo and it just made me it, it makes me appreciate family like this whole year um, has been a lesson in that you know for me losing my father a couple months ago but finding out I had 
other siblings and we, you know, came together and hung out and things like that. My dad's side of the family, you know, we had a cookout and stuff like that. And it was real cool to just be around family. Then, of course, my mom's side of the family, we like I said, we just had the, the reunion uh, a couple days ago. And just getting that sense of family. My in-laws, they moved from Boston to Richmond. And just getting to chill and bond with that family. Like, family is getting more and more important to me as I get older. Not to mention, I have a wife and four kids. You know what I mean? So, I'm all about family, man. And it took me a while to really be all about family. Because I was, I was career talent focus driven kind of not really too involved in family aspects of things but i think the older you get the more you start appreciating family and hopefully that happens for like i said my generation that needs to take that baton and carry on these reunions hopefully they'll get that epiphany soon uh so we can move forward but you know, it is what it is. Some people, it happens quicker than others. Some people, it may never happen. Can't force it. But I do think that um, family is just important. Um, so if you got family, please cherish them. I know we got some crazy cousins, some weird uncles and stuff like that. Maybe your mama and daddy crazy. Who knows? But whoever you can appreciate in your family appreciate them love on them uh, things like that all right that's my quick spiel on the week and what's been going on with me i ah man time management bro like i said starting a new after not having a job uh, uh a solid job for about a year and a half and then you finally get a job like my scheduling is so off because not only do I have um, a new job, I still have my freelance business, which I am behind on a lot of work. Um, and then it's just the day to day stuff, you know, family and stuff. It's just balancing my time. And so I have to get a hold of that because this week threw me for a doozy. Yeah, so. That's what I'm going to be working on for the next couple of weeks, trying to get back into a, a flow of things, a little system or rhythm or something like that. But um, it, it'll work out. It'll work out. Anywho, I will catch y'all on the next segment. Keep it locked. Welcome back to the podcast, Walk With Jason podcast, that is. I am your host, Jason Tyree, and before I get into this segment, I totally forgot to give my shout-out at the beginning. Ah! <laughs> I, whatever. I'm going to go ahead and give the shout-out, and I want to give a shout-out to my cousin, Shayna Battle. Shayna, what's up? I appreciate you. She is, like I said in the previous segment about how my chapters are broken up and, you know, we have officers and committees and stuff like that. It's really organized. I'm the president of the Richmond chapter and Shayna is the vice president. And we both are extremely happy <laughs> that this reunion is over. Um, it was great. Don't get me wrong, but planning for it was it was something else. Uh-huh. But, you know, I couldn't have done I couldn't have done all of it without her. Um and, you know, other family members too. They, you know, we've all helped out, but like Shayna, she's been you know, my right hand. So, appreciate you cuz it's over. You can relax. <laughs> Yo, but anywho, uh, this segment here is me giving my two cents on a particular news topic or whatever's on my mind. But I'm going to go with a news topic. I tend to go with news topics uh, so we can have a, a discussion. 
Now, what's funny to me is last week I said, hey, give me your feedback on this particular topic. And only one person gave me feedback. Uh, shout out to Mike. <laughs> shout outs. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give a topic. I'm going to voice my opinion, give my proverbial two cents. And if y'all have anything that y'all like to say on it, hit me up on any social media platform. That is Walk With Jason. Everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't matter. Walk With Jason. You'll find me. And if you can't find me for some odd reason, go to walkwithjason.com and you'll find everything you need to find. But I want to get some feedback from y'all, man. Just give me some feedback. Now, this particular topic is very interesting because... um. Let's just get into it, okay? I'm going to just get into it. And and I haven't really dug too deep into this topic, but I figured just by the title of it, this is going to be interesting, okay? And the title of it is Daycare Owner Gets Probation for Trying to Kill Toddler. Wow. Let's get into the story here. A Minneapolis daycare owner was sentenced Monday to 10 years of probation for trying to kill a toddler in her home by hanging him. Wow. Uh, Natalia Correa, I guess that's how you say her name. She's 43, received her punishment in um, Hennepin County Court after pleading guilty to attempted murder and third-degree assault earlier. She also pleaded guilty to criminal vehicular operation for hitting a pedestrian, a bicyclist, and another, and another driver as she fled from her home in a minivan November 2016. Wow. Probation. Interesting. Korea, a carrier, I'm going to say carrier because... Korea sounds weird. Caria also must follow court-ordered mental health treatment and will be on electronic home monitoring for at least two months. Wow, two months. That's, wow. The Star Tribune reported. She will live with her adult son but cannot have unsupervised contact with her daughters or other minors. According to the criminal complaint, a father was dropping off his son at uh, Caria's home when Caria led him toward the basement, where he saw the to- where he saw the toddler hanging from a noose. He released the child and fled with him. The 16-month-old boy survived. 16-month-old. Wow. <sighs> Wow. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. That wow. Judge Jay Quam agreed with the assessment by doctors that Caria was a low risk to reoffend. Glad she got the benefit of the doubt there. Um, he called her actions the perfect storm of factors unlikely to ever be repeated. That's very nice that she got the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> Defense attorney Brockton Hunter expressed relief on behalf of Caria. We came in here with our hearts in our throats, Hunter said. When Caria, who spent 20 months in jail since the incident, will get credit for her time already served, will leave jail no later than Tuesday, which already passed, because this is from two weeks ago, I believe. No, this is from last week. Oh, so she's getting out tomorrow. Interesting. All right. Um, Caria, who arrived in the United States from Ukraine in 2006, promised to follow probation and said in court she was glad no one died. Oh, that's sweet of her. That's sweet that she's glad no one died, even though her intent was to kill a toddler. Wow. Prosecutor Christina Warren pushed for prison time. Warren raised doubts that Caria could 
be properly supervised outside of prison and receive the care she needs to restore her mental health. <sighs> oh, my gosh. In a court filing, Warren wrote that instead of being the person most able to most able and willing to protect the boy from harm, Caria left him hanging by a noose around his neck in her basement. The defense argued for probation, pointing out that Caria already had served time in jail and lost her child care career. Um, wow. I am. I. It's a lot wrong with this to me. Okay. I'm going to give my honest two cents here. Probation. 16 year old boy is hanging from a noose and could have died. And your conclusion is oh, well, she must be mentally unstable. Let's just give her a slap on the wrist. Because. She's not likely to repeat this again. So here's my thing. If she's not likely to repeat this again, then why does she need to be supervised? Huh? That's that's my question. Question number one, because they use that whole. She's unlikely to do this again as their main reason for why she got probation. Benefit of the doubt. Very, very um, interesting there. Um, it's a 16 year old, 16 month. Oh boy, man. That is disturbing. Very disturbing. Hanging by a noose. Really? And part of me is I'm really biting my tongue. I'm not going to bite my tongue. This is my podcast and I'm going I'm to just bring it up. This particular daycare owner was a, a white woman. And I feel that if it was a black woman, the outcome would have been completely different. That's that's my honest thought on that. I know y'all like, oh, he's bringing up race. Sorry, I'll try to wipe this black off me when i get off the mic i hope it works but it just doesn't those are my lenses i see it that way sometimes i try not to jump to those conclusions i really try not to jump to those conclusions and not throw out the race card on everything y'all know me by now if y'all don't listen to my previous episodes follow me on social media i'm consistent i don't throw out the race card like that but this right here, I'm telling you, if it was a black woman, she wouldn't have got probation. I don't even think they would have considered mental health as a defense. So because she's mentally unstable, she gets probation and all this good, goody good stuff, right? This is... Wow, man. Wow. I am. I'm really disturbed by this story. This is my first time really going in depth. With it, because I, I saw the I saw the title and I saw people getting upset about it, but I didn't read the story. And it was my first time reading the story. So y'all getting my my first reactions right now. Um, I'm I'm speechless, man. This is. Wow, man, 16 month old boy hanging by noose. And thank God that the father who was dropping off his daughter just so happened to peep all of this and save the boy in time. I mean, what would she have gotten if the boy actually died? More probation? I mean, how do you warrant probation on that end? But give somebody this is ridiculous because she's hanging toddlers hanging toddlers and she got probation Mike Vick 
was fighting dogs and got fed time. Oh, that's not the same. That's completely different. Really, is it? I mean, this is a toddler we're talking about who was hanging from a noose. Y'all, probation. Okay. There's people that get way more jail time for having weed on them. I don't, I don't understand the justice system at all. It's very baffling. You know, you, you, you got, ah, man, man. I don't get that sentence at all. I really don't. And before I say anything else, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to end this segment right there. Cause you got people of color who's getting shot. They don't even get to trial. They get shot because they're trying to sell cigarettes outside of a store or something. All right. I'm sorry, not shot. He he was choked to death. Eric Gardner. Um, but anywho, guys, I don't understand that sentence. If you understand it, if you can give me your side, your point of view on it, that will help me out. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, give me feedback on any of my social media platforms. All right. Okay, well, we're going to go into the next segment. It's definitely going to be a little lighter <laughs> than this. Um, so keep it locked. Welcome back to the podcast. Walk with Jason podcast, that is. I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. Man Call Jason. And this segment right here is going to be the reading of the lyrics or lyric reading. I don't know. I haven't, I don't have a fancy title for this segment. Um, so it is what it is. I'm reading lyrics. <laughs> um, while I search for the lyrics here, this is what song am I going to do? Well, I'm not going to tell you what song I'm doing, but uh, while I'm, while I'm trying to pull up that song. Oh yeah, that's what the song I'm doing. While I'm trying to pull up that song, I want to go ahead and explain this segment for people who are listening for the first time. This segment here is me simply reading the lyrics, and I do it for a few reasons. One, a lot of times we're jamming to, um, you know, songs like, oh, this song got a nice vibe. It got a nice beat um, and things like that. But when you take the beat away and you, like, read the lyrics or or, or listen to the lyrics by itself, you're like, wow, this song is dumber than I thought. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, occasionally I'll do some throwback songs of yesterday when I was a child. And a lot of times when you're a child listening to these songs, a lot of the lyrics go over your head and you're like, that didn't make sense to me then. But now that I'm grown, I have questions about these songs of yesteryear. Like, what were they really talking about? This is this is interesting. So, um, I'm actually going to do a throwback song. Yes, I am. Let me pull it. Here we go. This song here, guys, is by the late great Whitney Houston. And I've, in the back of my mind, I've always wanted to do this because. This particular song because it's just very intriguing to me how she starts the song off and this song is called it's not right but it's okay oh which gives me an idea for next week's song oh man i might just go on a theme with that okay i'm getting ahead of myself so anyway i like this song because whitney came out with receipts y'all she came out with the calculator She's like, we finna have a math problem and I'm gonna catch you in your lie in this math problem. She started the song off like this, man. She said, Friday night, you and your boys went out to eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
then they hung out. Hmm. But you came home around three. Yes, you did. Now, if six of y'all went out, hmm, then four of you were really cheap. Because, listen here, because only two of you had dinner. Know how I found that out? I, I, I found it out. I found your credit card receipt. Yo, first of all, let's let's just stop before we get into the chorus, okay? For you to recklessly have your receipts laying around, it's just it's that's dumb, bro. I mean, if you're gonna creep around, it's pretty reckless for you to just be throwing receipts by the wayside like it ain't gonna be looked at. <laughs> Whitney was like, wait a minute. I don't see what you know what though? She could have been jumping to conclusions. Let me get I'm gonna flip it. Okay, I'm gonna go play devil's advocate. He could have came back and said, Well, me and my homie split a check. And then the other two, they split checks. We kind of split it three three ways. You know, I took a homie. One of my other boys took a homie and one of my other boys took a homie. So I only had to pay for one other person. You know what I'm saying? We all six of us are still there. You know what I mean? I don't know why you coming at me like that. You know, we we was out chilling all six of us. You know what I mean? I ain't going to pay for all six of them cats. I'll pay for one, though. But not all six. He could have came back that way, but it was too late. Whitney was already finished with verse one. So. He was done. All right. She came in with the chorus. It's not right, but it's okay. Let's pause for a second. If a woman comes to you and says it's not right, but it's okay. It's not right is obvious. You're like, yeah, it's not right. But if she says it's okay, bruh, it's over. You're done. All right. Because she's done. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to make it anyway. I'm sure you know where this is going. So pack your bags up and leave. Don't you dare come running back to me. Can we can we pause for a second again? For him to pack up his bags and leave means that he was freeloading off of her. Because she didn't say, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm going back to my place. I don't ever want to see you again. No. She said, homie, you pack your bags and leave. And don't you dare come running back to me. Listen, Whitney was fed up. After she did her math problems and showed her work, she was like, you're done. Bye-bye. And she went back into it. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm going to make it anyway. Close the door behind you leave your key i'd rather be alone than unhappy now i know there's some single people out there right now who can testify because you know everybody's pushing is oh you gotta be with somebody you gotta be with somebody listen at the end of the day if you being alone makes you happier than being with somebody then by all means bask in that until you know you're ready to get into a relationship you ain't got to rush into a relationship get you straight first you got to be happy you know what i mean that's for people who are dating that's not marital advice because there's completely different method you need to follow can't just okay whatever <sighs> but jason said no jason did not say that I was talking to the people who were just casually dating. Well, have mercy. Anyway, verse two. Do I have time for verse two? I got time for verse two. Let's go. I pack your bags so you can leave town for a week. She, okay, she's going through a scenario here because I was like, that's generous of her. 
Anyway, uh, I'll pack your bag so you can leave town for a week. A week? Yeah, babe, I'm going to be gone for a week. Okay, I'll pack your bags. So, something was up right there. That was a red flag. Anywho, the phone rings. Then you look at me. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine this. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Oh, snap. Oh, man, that's hilarious. You said it was one of your friends down on 54th Street. My dude gave the address. Okay, that's fine. So why did 213 show up on my caller ID? Now, you also got to understand this song was released in 1999, okay? In 2018, you can have a 213 area code. You can have just about any area code you want because of cell phones. Cell phones really weren't popping like talking about it in 1999. Okay? Golly, this song came out my senior year in high school. Woo! 36 Savage. 36, 36, 36. Anywho, um, I've been through all this before. So how could you think that I would stand around and take some more? Things are gonna change that's why you have to leave so don't turn around to see my face there's no more fears and tears left for you to see in other words this is done i'm done i don't even have the tea i don't even have the energy to be mad anymore you just need to to go bye-bye go to miss 213 bye-bye 213 isn't that cali California love. Do, 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 do. Okay, my bad. Um, <laughs> let's get back to the verse. Was it really worth you going out like that? See, I'm moving on, and I refuse to turn back. Listen, she had to. She was in church for a second. I felt she was just. I bet she was moving her neck and everything. She was saying this. See, all this time, I thought I had someone down for Whitney. Boy, she spoke in third person. <laughs> it turns out you were making a fool of me. That's pretty much the song, man. You know, she goes back to the chorus again. And who produced this? Rodney Jerkins, Dark Child. Man, Dark Child was the man for for like a the, the latter part of the 90s, early 2000s. Dark Child was putting in work. Yeah, Dark Child was on that track, man. That track, it I be jamming that joint, man. Whitney, Whitney was in her bag. <laughs> she was in her bag on that song. But yeah, man, that's it. That's it. So for all y'all creeping out there on y'all women, don't leave no receipts and don't have your side chick calling the house. Cause it's gonna come to light. It's gonna come to light anyway, but women they'll go through great lengths man they'll pull up receipts check in account books break out the calculator a little six of y'all went out in four so we're gonna subtract six from four. Oh wait a minute it was only two of y'all then what they gonna go through the the, the they gonna find out you can't hide you can't hide anything from women yeah so just be faithful be single good grief so that's simple, man. Be faithful, be single. Why play games? Anywho, that's the lyric reading for this week. I will catch y'all on the next segment. Yo, welcome back to the podcast, Walk With Jason podcast. That is, I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. a man called Jason. This segment right here is the petty report oh i like that the petty report no because it's not saying that it's sports related so i'm gonna stick with petty sports and i say petty because i'm a sports fanatic and when i get to talking about my team or teams i don't like i don't hold my tongue if the cowboys suck they suck if the Lakers stink, they stink. 
if Durant is whack, he's whack. But you know what? While we're on the subject of Durant, I know y'all heard me on the past episodes talk about my disdain for Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Well, some things have transpired over the past weeks, months, even, that I think is going to give me a different tune heading into next season with the NBA. I'm almost at the point where I'm just willing to just let bygones be bygones with Kevin Durant and LeBron James. And I'm not, I'm not going to get out my pom-poms and start celebrating these guys. Of course not. But there's a basketball player who somehow, I didn't think this was ever going to be possible. You would have told me this two, three years ago. I would have called you crazy. But here we are. There's this basketball player who has now, in my eyes, surpassed Kevin Durant and LeBron James for the most hated basketball player in the NBA and probably in all sports. The guy I'm talking about is none other than Kawhi Leonard. I didn't know how we were going to, I, I didn't expect us to get here, but we are here. We're going to talk about it. Now, I am a Spurs fan. That is my team. That is who I root for. So this could be emotions talking. Probably is. But the thing that bothers me the most about Kawhi Leonard in this whole ordeal. Yes, I'm going to get into where he ended up going. Obviously, that's why I'm bringing this up. But let me give you some backstory. The reason, one of the reasons why I'm upset with him is because, well, it's a lot of reasons. I mean, for one, yeah, he got the opinion from our team doctor, but then he wants to seek a second opinion, and it was, and it was from the Phillies team doctor, which I'm like, bro, isn't that tampering? But whatever, neither here or there. He does that. He hides out in New York. He, what else has he been reportedly uh, doing? He's been avoiding talking to the Spurs. And people who are like Kawhi apologists and defending Kawhi saying, y'all, y'all, y'all really falling for it, huh? The media got y'all wrapped up. Y'all not woke. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to stay woke. The media is putting words in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? They're saying all this stuff. He probably ain't do half of this stuff or anything at all. Fine. Whatever. I mean, if all these people are saying something, something is, you know, the truth. But let's just uh, appease those people who say that and say that every single thing the media has said about Kawhi is a lie. Right. Let's just say that they're putting words in his mouth. My issue is the fact that. How, 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 how can words be put into your mouth if you're saying something? It's hard to put words in somebody's mouth who's talking. And that's the issue I've had with Kawhi. He has not said a word. Silence is deafening. My dude had no voice. I mean, did you injure your quad or did you injure your vocal cords? I don't know. Talk to me, bro. Tell me something. Say, hey, man, the media's lying. Or, hey, man, I don't feel that way. Or, hey, maybe I do feel this way and I do want to get traded. He said absolutely nothing. This guy was the leader of the Spurs. And as a leader, you don't say nothing. You don't say a word. You threatening to sit out? I don't respect that at all. I don't. Whether he got his uncles, or his relatives, feeding him information in his head, whatever, or what, he just went about this completely wrong. I thought when LeBron did the decision back in 2010, 
I thought that was wrong. I thought he handled it wrong. But what Kawhi did made the decision look like Sesame Street, man. This is ridiculous. This dude ain't said a word. Um, And not only did he not say a word to us, he didn't say a word to the Spurs because the Spurs could have the Spurs could have declared him out for the season, which even if they declared him out for the season, he could have came back in whenever he felt like it. But by declaring him out for the season, it takes the negative connotation away from the Kawhi. It actually makes Kawhi look better because it's not saying, oh, man, this dude's a little flaky. You know, talking about he's coming back, but now he's not. What's going on with him? So a lot of drama could have been avoided had he just talked to us and let us do our thing. But no, he didn't do that. So that happened, one. And then the fact that um, – oh, we get we try to give him the Supermax contract. This man was finna make almost a quarter billion dollars for the next five years, man. Five years total. Quarter bill. And he ain't take it. So he he definitely wanted out of San Antonio. He was like, all right, man, you feel that way. Cool. And then he gonna have the audacity. Or oh, I'm sorry, he didn't say it because his mouth was sealed shut. So through telekinesis or something, the word got out that he wanted to go to Los Angeles. That's where he wanted to go. He wanted to go back home. He wanted to go to Los Angeles, right? You know, good and well, the Spurs weren't going to send him to Los Angeles. First of all, Los Angeles don't have the pieces that we're looking for. Who are they going to send over? Lonzo Ball? We don't want him. But, you know, I figured it was going to happen sooner or later. And when it happened, the news broke last week that Kawhi Leonard has been traded to the Toronto Raptors for DeMar DeRozan and I forgot the other dude. Uh, what's my other guy? I can't think of his name. But, and he's actually good too. I can't think of his name to save my life right now. But anywho, the funny part about it all is if you look on a map, not only is Toronto the complete opposite direction of Los Angeles, like it's the furthest away from Los Angeles. Not only that, but it, Toronto is in a whole different country, bro. It's like Canada. <laughs> Yo, Pop, Coach Pop is hilarious, man. He's like, oh, you want to go to L.A.? Cool. Why is it cold here, Coach? I don't know, man. Good luck, though. Tell Drake I said hi. Wait, Drake's not from. Oh, that's foul. Y'all left me in Toronto. So Kawhi's in Toronto. And he's probably going to stay there for a year. At this point, I don't care. Maybe he'll eventually get back to L.A. Maybe Toronto's his pit stop. I don't care at this point. I can care less about Kawhi Leonard and his cornrows. They can all go somewhere. I'm done. And so that's that. We're moving on. We got DeRozan. We probably got enough pieces. Plus, we got a oh, we got a, a first round draft pick for next year too. So we got pieces, man, to either make a, a decent trade at any given point, or you know, we got rid of Kawhi, so that frees up money too for us to possibly get somebody else. So I, I can't wait till next off season because that's that's gonna be interesting too. Um, yeah, that's going to be very interesting. But, oh, yeah, we did get rid of Danny Green. We got rid of Danny Green, too. I I like Danny Green. There are other Spurs fans that I know that really didn't care for him, and they're happy that he's gone. But I miss Danny, man. I miss Danny, and I hope, you know, things work out for him in Toronto. Anywho, that's that. So whatever. We're still going to get to the playoffs. I don't know why people think we're not. We're going to get to the playoffs. We're the Spurs. I mean, think about it. We got to the playoffs without Kawhi last year. I mean, Kawhi played, what, nine games? Ooh. 
And we had Tony Parker. Now that we don't have Tony Parker, we have DeRozan, which I think is an upgrade. Consi- not overall, but considering where Tony Parker was in his career, us getting DeRozan to kind of make up for Tony Parker leaving, that's an improvement. So I don't see why we can't make it to the playoffs. Because LeBron's in LA. Okay, whatever. Have you seen their their, their court? McGee and... Uh, uh Gorpat, whatever whatever that's their bigs so i don't that team's garbage oh my gosh it's like the Cavs on the west coast i mean but you know good luck good luck magic <laughs> uh yeah that's it though i'm done talking about nba i'm probably gonna wait till next season to bring up NBA talk, but I'm I can't wait for the NFL, man. And I know a lot of people are boycotting the NFL because of the ongoing issue with the anthem and kneeling and stuff like that. I don't fault y'all for it. Salute to the people who are who are boycotting it. Um it's more than one way to boycott. So if you have other methods of boycotting it, that's fine too. Um but yeah, oh, I, you know what? I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't yuck it up with this one, though. Apparently, because again, I'm a 49ers fan as well. Diehard 49ers fan. 49ers are my favorite sports team. Not just football team, my sports team. 49ers. And as you may have heard, our new quarterback, Jimmy G., out here with a porn star. Oh, let the jokes roll in. Yuck, 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 yuck. That's fine, though. Jimmy G, when it comes time for football, he's going to be focused, all right? Y'all can make all the little jokes y'all want, whatever, whatever. But we're going to go to the Super Bowl, baby. All right, maybe to the playoffs. But we're going to be we're gonna be in good shape with Jimmy G long as he keep the drama off the field okay off the field <laughs> all right man well that's it i will catch y'all on the last segment so keep it locked <laughs> welcome back to the walk with jason podcast I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. A Man Called Jason, and we are concluding this episode, episode 14. That's right. I don't know if I said that at the beginning. I normally do. Uh, But yeah, this is episode 14, 14 episodes, yada, yada. And this segment right here, I always end it with this segment right here. This segment right here. It's the Crying Jordan Face of the Week. Who's getting the Crying Jordan Face of the Week? Let us find out. <clears throat> the guy who's getting the crying Jordan face of the week is. Man, this one is interesting. Okay. This is a doozy. Okay. So listen tight, hear the story, and you you determine. Should he get crying Jordan face of the week? I mean, I'm going to give it to him, but it's whatever. Let me read the story. Let me read the story. Okay. Virginia man calls cop or call. He calls the cops after being fouled in a basketball game. Witnesses say, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. First of all, we get on LeBron for flopping when, he, you know, trying to draw a foul, but this guy took it a few steps forward and said, you know what? Not only am I not going to flop, I'm going to call the cops because you fouled me. So let, let, let me read the story. Let me read the story, okay? <laughs> Sterling, Virginia, okay? Right here. Is, this, is, is that near me? Probably about an hour or so away from me. Anyway, a friendly pickup game at an L.A. fitness in Virginia took a hard turn after a player called the sheriff's deputies for being fouled. Today, 
For the first time in my life, I experienced someone call the police because they got fouled hard in basketball, reads a viral tweet with a picture of deputies and two players. The incident occurred Monday night at the LA Fitness in Dully's Town Center. Oh, that, yeah, right near my sister-in-law. The man who shared the photo didn't want to use his name because <laughs> he don't want to be no snitch. But told Fox 5, the man who called the police also happens to be a regular and has played basketball in the facility many times. He said the man who called authorities was being blocked by an opposing player. The man wearing the tattoo sleeve, which resulted in him falling on the floor. No punches were thrown. Nothing. The witnesses said. It wasn't malicious, no hits to the face or anything like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. According to the witness, <laughs> according to the witness, the man who fell extremely, who fell was extremely upset and told the other player he was calling the police. I already know what you're thinking. Yes, these was black people who called the police over something petty. Yes, I get it. See, black people do the same thing, but when for somebody white, then da 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 da. Yes, we know about permit patty and stuff like that. Her calling the police for petty stuff too. Okay, point made. This is hilarious too. Okay, and this is why, just like permit patty got the Jordan face of the week. This guy's getting the Jordan face of the week, okay? Let me finish the story, though. Um, I thought he was joking, the witness said. I thought he was being extra. But after making his way to the front desk, the other players knew he was serious. Fox 5 obtained the call from the Lobredon County Sheriff's Office, which was made by a front desk worker at the gym. She told the dispatcher, the gym member was assaulted on the basketball court. Assaulted. Oh, gosh. Um, another witness posted the video on Twitter that shows him asking one of the deputies if he's ever responded to a basketball foul. This is my first basketball foul. What? This is my first basketball foul, said the deputy, who he thought was responding to a fight. The gym management confirmed that the incident occurred and the police were called. Fox 5 reached out to see if there were there was footage of the incident, but the gym said the basketball courts do not have surveillance footage. Why would they? Um, the sheriff's office said neither man wanted to file a formal report. Perhaps most bizarre about the incident was that after deputies left, the two men returned to finish the game. Oh my goodness. Everyone kept playing. That was what's so, so, so bizarre about the situation. Like, why did it have to be that serious? Said the witness. He said he doesn't think it was some bigger issue. He doesn't think it was some bigger issue beyond what happened. You could tell it was just strictly basketball, he said. There were no racial undertones or anything like that. Fox 5 reached out to the man who called the sheriff's deputy by, um, by email, but were not heard back as of Tuesday night. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Yo, this makes LeBron James look like a saint, bruh. You called the police because you got fouled? Really? Fam, if you that scared, won't you go hug a teddy bear or something and watch Nick Jr.? I don't know what to tell you. You shouldn't be on the basketball court if a foul, not even a malicious foul. They said it wasn't even a hard foul. It was just a standard foul. Like, oops, my bad, bro. No, forget that. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> and my dude followed through and called the cops, dog. Oh, my goodness. And, yes, all the people in this story were black. So if we're going to dish out 
the same the same energy towards Permit Patty and them. We got to dish it out to these guys, too, because at the end of the day, y'all need to stop calling the cops over small stuff, man. For real. Y'all need to stop. Now, of course, the per Permit Patty and them had a racial undertone to it. But at the end of the day, the same root problem is still the same root problem. And that's calling the cops over petty stuff. Stop it. Okay? Because the more you do it, the more I'm going to be slanging these crying Jordan faces at you. All right? My goodness. Anywho, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in each week. Again, follow me on social media. Walk with Jason, everything. Okay? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Or you can go to walkwithjason.com. Get all the information on me. Um, Yeah, that's it. Hope y'all have a great rest of the week. And before I leave, you already know I got that last question I want to ask you, okay? And that question is, who wants to walk with Jason?